This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. The number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. See our team make them need to run. That's Lord Taylor! Trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best want you people to score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you're yawning, grab your coffee, rise and shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's Rule 76. Oh, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. And welcome aboard. I'm Rick DiPietro. Call our friend Dr. Jay Shaw today at samwellpain.dr.dr.jshaw. I already told you. There's so many periods. Oh, yeah. Periods are very confusing. I, there's a lot. Very confusing. My co-host, Dave Rothenberg. Does he have ED? <laughs> oh, it's so clever. Look at us. Don't worry, I'm, I'm here if Sherry needs me, David. Our amazing producers, how about our fearless leader, RJ Santillo? I like Marcus Stroud a lot. Also like CJ, but Marcus is good too. How about the very polarizing Raymond Santiago? Dave has died of dysentery. <laughs> and there it is, Ray has killed Dave again. Big shout, shout out to the company, thank you for getting up with us on this Thursday morning. We are DNR, the R&R boys. I am insufferable. Just ask Craig. Call us what you want. Don't ever call us lazy. You can hear us every weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on 98.7 ESPN New York. Number to call you guys know at 1-800-919-3776. Quiet class. Ron on the radio. Just kidding, guys. Ha ha. <laughs> Dave is not amused. We have an awesome show planned for you today. A smash you, period. Good. Smash me. We're going to smash the show. I'll tell you that. Happy birthday to Tom Thibodeau. And welcome back, Jalen Brunson, with 30 points and a 109-94 bounce back win against the Rockets. The Nets, uh, Nets lost their fourth straight. That's their ninth in their last 10 games. Mike McCarthy will be back as the head coach of Ray's beloved Cowboys, and he's pumped. He's so excited. The Mets will retire the numbers of Doc Gooden and Daryl Strawberry this season. You have a chance to win thousands of dollars of Dave's money in the Superbox Bonanza, or as we like to call it, SBBV. We got a big meeting recap. A great meeting yesterday. Stuff you missed at 9.15. Everyone's favorite, Station ID at 8. And as always, on the Thursday at 7.45, we have no observations and did happen in Florida. But before we get to all of that, I offer to you a preview of a new movie set to hit theaters this spring. What initially seemed like a good idea quickly took a turn when a young very handsome, hilarious, supremely talented radio host, took a couple days off to coach his his son's hockey team, and all hell broke loose. Fine, fine, because we're wasting time on the frenzy. So let's get the damn frenzy. Let's do the frenzy. Football frenzy. Let's talk football. Blah, blah, blah. Around the league, ruined. That could be problematic. And look, Purdue just lost again. Dan, Dan. This is not around the college basketball Big Ten League. This is around the NFL League. You asked the question, I gave you I the answer. I said, did Michigan State lose to Northwestern? I didn't say break down the Big Ten for me, please. Out of nowhere, an awkward, impromptu spelling bee. Capital F-R-A-U-D. Fraud, fraud, fraud. And worst of all, both hosts lose all comprehension of what's acceptable on the radio. I got some titillating news for you, my friend. Right uh, I, that one. Oh. Both dumped and probably should be fired. I present to you. Changeling or something? And here's the star, the one and only, David Rothenberg. Well, thanks for that. Very well done. It didn't sound very star worthy, though. Why? What? I don't know. You're the star so of the show. The star, I'm not the star of the show. It sound like that. Changeling? Changeling. I, I can't it's think the name Chang- of the movie. It's, a, it's Changeling. <laughs> but who knew? 
It's Changeling and no, the hosts. It's 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 Changeling and I'm getting dumped. What a disaster you two are. Really, I really have I can't even leave I can't leave the show for two days. Nope. You can't leave us alone at all. <laughs> you're, you're spelling. You're like the parent. I don't have an issue with the spelling. I mean, you're setting up Dan to just get kicked right off the radio. It's I mean I, I said a, a normal, very fair word, and Dan lost all composure. Right, right in him. All composure. <laughs> um, I feel like today could be violent, and it's no fault of my own. Oh well, it is no fault of your so own. So I'm I'm downstairs, and I'm I, I see the new. I get this text last night on the group chain, and I and I think it's like bleep my life. He's back. And I, what is this? And I look and I see, and it's Raymond with expletives flying from the garden during the Knicks game because one Mike McCarthy is back. Oh, he's back, baby. He's he's back. And I would be lying to you if I didn't tell you the truth, and that is um, I'm thrilled about it. No, I'm, no. I, no. Hold Th- on. Thrilled. Thrilled. Right. Thrilled. Fine. Fine. And you, well, listen, you were peacocking last night. You had your I, tweets. I sent I send gifs or gifs. Yeah, yeah. You're sending everything. Tell people why it has the potential to get physical today. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. Right. But I don't. I still stand by the fact that you I came was like, float. I'm, you floated into the studio. I I, I can't. I feel light. Prancing. I feel, I feel feathery. I can't help it. <laughs> so I learned this news, and I've told you this, and this is true. As I'm watching the Cowboys get humiliated, humiliated on Sunday, my one thought is, as bad as it's getting, is, oh God, this is going to lead to my worst nightmare. This is going to lead to Bill Belichick. And as bad as it got in the second half, I'm only thinking this is going to lead to Belichick. Now they're going to win. And I'm loving the fact that it's happening, but I'm I'm dreading the fact that this is where it's going to go. To find out. And I don't care what anybody, I don't care if we have anybody on. He was completely outcoached in that game. Completely outcoached in that game. So the fact that they are bringing him back is wild to me. And again, they're a good team and they'll win their 11, 12 games. Zero chance that they're going to win the whole thing. But he's returning. Fine. So I wake up this morning, driving in, listening to the radio, all excited, you know, searching uh, things when we get to the red lights, looking at a little Twitter, what's going on. And I think to myself, you know what? Today's a great day. Today's today's a really good day for the show. And I go downstairs and it's cold outside and I, I walk up to, uh, to what, what's his name? Oh. No, I know it. It's not Mateen. It's uh, Cataline. Hello, Mateen. And he likes you better than me. He loves me. It's amazing. Right. I'm not great with names. I love how you think this is this is going to be a great day for the show. For the show. As if Raymond's not a part of the show. Right. So I, I walk up to Cataline. I say, you know what, Cataline? He goes, Dave, you seem like you're in a very good mood. I said, Cataline, I am in a good mood. I said, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to buy celebratory bagels for the guys. He goes, really? I said, he said, how many? He said, even one for Rick. I said, even one for Rick. He goes, what kind of bagels would you like? I said, let me get two sesame and two plain, because I don't know the particulars of, right. of each and every person, with a little butter on each one, nice. and I'll take my tea. That comes out, $9. I give him a 20, say, you know what? I'll only take back seven. Wow. That's a $4 tip. That's nice. That's a very attractive Yeah, well, goes, you're in such a good mood. He goes, Dave, this is very generous. I said, you, Kathleen, have to bear the cold <laughs> and the brunt of the elements. I'd like to give you something for that. He goes, okay, tell the guys I say hi. So, by the way, guys, Cataline from downstairs, he says hi. I walk up into the studio. You're working on the open, which just turns out glorious, as we've heard. And all I try to do is give everyone their celebratory Mike McCarthy's back bagel. And for some reason, unbeknownst to me, Raymond almost throws it into my face. That's what he said he's going to do. Yeah. He swears he's still going to do it. Better not. I'm telling you right now. Very you, di- highly disrespectful. He is, he is in one right now. Highly disrespectful. In one. Don't blame me. Not my fault. You get anywhere close to his workstation yeah. with that bagel, it's coming right back in your face. 
Guaranteed. It's nasty. Well, I think you're a little nasty. How am I nasty? You know he's hurt. How am I nasty? I'm trying to celebrate a great moment in NFC East football. Freezing cold. Barely slept. Right. And they just kept Mike McCarthy. Yeah. And you come prancing in with a buttered sesame bagel. Yeah. It's a celebratory bagel. (laughs) Tell the whole thing. Not only did he come prancing in and talking about it's celebratory bagel and it's it's a holiday, which I don't celebrate. Then he walks up to my face, holds the bagel in my face. Oh, stop it. He's taunting me with it. I'm telling him, leave the bagel in the bag. I'm not going to eat it. (laughs) He's so so He still holds the bagel up in my face. He's lucky I didn't punch him then in there. He's making this up. I put the bagel right in front of him and he like shoot it to the side. It was very disrespectful. It was highly disrespectful. Well, you don't think you don't think that you calling it a celebratory bagel is disrespectful. Listen, it could have been a what continuity is very important well, no, in life. I think if you had yours as the celebratory bagel and his was a sympathy bagel, would have been nice. It would have been a, it would have gone a long way right. if he had, if right. he had just done it's that. It's a, a a beautifully fresh buttered bagel. Make it a sympathy bagel, make it a celebratory bagel, whatever it it's is. It's what you called it. You gave you gave it's it to gorgeous. me and you called it a celebratory bagel. I'm not accepting it. Okay. So you're not so you know what? When the guys come in later, when John Winthrop comes in, or, or Troy, or Jake, they're gonna, they're gonna. I guarantee you, one of those guys will take great part in the celebratory bagels. They're beautiful. How bagels. about we'll try it? Listen, we'll try it. Troy's that Miami Dolphins fan. Yep. I'll present him with the bagel like I bought it as a celebratory. If, if he, if Troy walks Dolphins, in, Troy, who's our, bagel. What would you say, Troy is like our, like our, I don't know. Uh, he does something right. <laughs> 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 Promotions director, maybe? yes, yeah, sounds good. Okay. That sounds fancy. So he walks in, you say, "Listen, Troy, I know you've had a rough time, and." I bought you a bagel as like a, a peace offering no, for what's happened to your dog. That's, that's not what you that's did. Not what, do you mean? what you said. No, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna put that bagel in a bag, and when he comes in here, I'm gonna dance around, and then I'm gonna put it in his face and say, "Would you like a dolphins dolphins lost celebratory bagel?" It's not even. It's not even a Cowboys lost celebratory bagel. It's a Mike McCarthy's back celebratory bagel. Knowing full well how I feel about it. I mean, how you I was, feel about it? How Troy Aikman feels about it? How Michael Irvin feels about it's it? It's awful. I mean, it's, that's it's, the amazing part to me, though. It's like, awful. Like How could you, have, you do this? Like you have your best, you have your best players. Like you killed, like Michael Irvin, you killed him. He's dead inside. He's like, this is. I think half the fan base is probably beside themselves. And they're think, bringing him back. If you're a Cowboys fan, as you're watching that second half, just like me on the flip side, you're probably thinking to yourself, all right, where does it go from here? Like what, at least, because we had this discussion on Friday when Dan was here and things went off the rails. Like, would you take a loss to Green Bay if it meant that you get Bill Belichick? And Ray's like, I don't think I would do that, and whatever. But at least the understanding, I thought, was if they somehow soil themselves and lose that game, which is exactly what happened, there would be massive change. And they're going to run it all back again with a guy that clearly is not very good in the postseason. Well, neither. I mean, even Dan Quinn did not have a great showing in that game either. Great showing. It was his worst game of the season. The defense is brutal. brutal. So, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, the only thing that you could say is, is that Dak had one of his best seasons. Uh, but how, he won okay. the division. But let me ask you this: and We talk about it all the time with Eli Manning, and Ray always gives Eli a hard time. Eli Manning, great regular season quarterback? No, no. Eli Manning, great postseason quarterback? Yes. yes. I mean, which one would you rather have to to do great against the the Commanders and the Giants and the Panthers? Is uh, listen, and Dak is very good. I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a very good quarterback. Do you trust him in a big spot in the playoffs? Right now, no. No, it, it's almost like they're. It, it almost feels like the the whole Yankees thing. Where it's like, just let's get in, and then it's a crapshoot. Which I don't feel like is, is the same but that's in the not NFL. Fo- that's not football. No, I agree with that. But it's, I mean, I, I guess if you wanted to make the argument, there's something to be said about having the consistency and knowing every year you're going to win 11, 12 games, be right there to win the division and be in the playoffs, and then we'll see what happens. But listen, man, I mean, do I think that Mike McCarthy is a better coach than Bill Belichick? 
Absolutely not. There's no way. There's no. No, and, and if you have this take, then you just have a bad take. There's, there's no way. The attention to detail, the, the attention to the defense. There's, I mean, Belichick is, and I don't know where we've gotten off the rails with this, he is amazing. With that it feels team, like with, with that talent, you can say what you want. Because I thought some nasty tweet yesterday about how you know Robert Sala and they make adjustments at at halftime. Listen, there is not a coach for my money in the NFL that is better at preparing his team for what they're going to see. That's right. Like there's no one on the Patriots that's going to be surprised by anything that they see. And if for some reason they are, they'll they'll be able to adjust to it immediately. And the thing is, and this is I think the big disconnect with the Cowboys is I watch New England. I always think to myself, they're so buttoned up. Like, remember that first drive, it's third and four, something like that? Demarcus Lawrence jumps off sides. Then they punt it, and they, they, they rough the returner. It's like, Belichick's teams don't make plays like that. They don't do stupid things like that. That's attention to detail. That's on coaching. You're bringing the guy back, you get bagels. <laughs> you get bagels. <laughs> that Raymond's going to throw in your face. You ate a bagel, which is a big day, big deal. Well, I mean, we're, we're shooting a TV commercial today. I don't think we're really shooting we're a shooting commercial. We're shooting a TV commercial. I I'm, we're I'm sitting bagels. here. I think we're sitting here. Well, the they're going to video us in the 9 o'clock hour. And how about that, by the way? How about what? How, I mean, to say that I'm more than a little offended would be an understatement. <laughs> I got I to gotta go back to this group text. because I And RJ, tell me if you disagree with my analysis of this. I thought this was... Is this me? No. No, right. Not, not even this a little... Is, this is Winthrop, no? No. Yeah, yeah. Um, supposed to be your best friend. He said, so the guys are coming to shoot this B-roll or right, whatever you want to call it, right? In the group text, please don't hassle them about shooting the show should they arrive before I do. What he do, doesn't know us. What? I mean, RJ, when you saw that, was I the only one that was taken aback by that? You know what's troubling about your relationship with John? What? In all sincerity. Whenever there's a big event, because we go back and forth and we joke, right. there's a big event and we get together for dinner. Up comes this drinking problem that we never knew about. <laughs> We're going to shoot a commercial. Dave, don't hassle our co-worker. No, no, Dave's but a diva. It was, no, 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 no. It was not Dave. It was guys, please don't he hassle. He meant you. He meant you. He did not mean he me. Meant, I mean, Ray with his temper, he might have meant him. No, he, you. Uh, RJ, I don't know. Maybe RJ thinks that one of these guys had something to do with the, the missing Yeti. <laughs> he didn't have the heart to say it was you. Yeah, but it, whenever something very serious comes up, all these concerns come out. And it, why is he harboring them for big moments? So you think like Mike McCarthy, the bigger moment, the worse he is. Very similar to me. The big a, a commercial shoot, I can't handle that. Right. Similar shape, too. And you wonder why, listen, you wonder why I act up in meetings. If we're going to get treated with this lack of respect... I don't know what you did is called things have to change. How much so, longer did you want to sit in there? Well, but it was over. I don't think I don't think the meeting was going <laughs> to drag you know out what, that honestly, much longer if you didn't do what you did. Somebody sent me an email the other day, and they're right. He, you can't blame him. <laughs> he hasn't been he raised like a normal person. He's never been in a normal work environment. He's never had to deal with with actual work people. So for him, it's like you're taking a child out of the jungle and putting putting them into a scenario. That's I mean, really, this that's what it is. You're taking someone who's never dealt with this and putting them into like normal societal issues, and he's he's bewildered by it. So we're sitting. So there. I'm Tarzan, is what I am. Exactly that. So we're sitting there. The meeting ends, and all of a sudden, there's an eruption of gaseous noise and. I think my reaction was, quote, what the hell was that? Because it was jarring. And I thought it was RJ and it didn't make sense to me. And then, of course, he's got this bleep-eating grin on his face. And he's like, oh, that was me. 
Because he doesn't know. I was adding levity. I was adding levity to the meeting. RJ, most people go through life having to, <laughs> to you know, relieve themselves like that, and they they take every ounce of energy to not do like to to let it squeak out so nobody hears it. Not him. It's an eruption when it comes to this guy. If anything, it's just a. I mean, we have to call it what it is. It's it's a it's a it's a lack of respect for the meeting. <laughs> he he got bored in the meeting, right? And he decided, you know what? Let's spice spice this thing up. John's With flatulence. Talk, yeah, John's talking serious point. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. So we might do this event in May or May fourteenth or May second, or decide. <laughs> RJ, did you laugh? <laughs> That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> did you laugh at what he did or my reaction to what he did? Uh, both. Dave as disgusted on I couldn't a, a, believe it in a serious setting as I've ever seen. And would you agree with my theory that he just he doesn't know how to handle himself in front of like normal society? Well, you know what? This has changed my thinking. That text had to been directed at Rick. What? Why? That text last night was directed at Rick. I don't. Yeah. I don't hassle anybody. He's concerned about you. No. As he should be. That was wild. And then I think there was a follow-up to it as we were walking out. (laughs) Yeah, that one was bad. Yeah. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. So we're sitting there, the meeting ends, and all of a sudden there's an eruption of gaseous noise. And I think my reaction was, what the hell was that? And then, of course, he's got this bleep-eating grin on his face, and he's like, oh, that was me. I was adding levity to the meeting. So we might do this event in May, or May 14th, or May 2nd, or decide. RJ, did you laugh? That's not the point. <laughs> this is DiPietro and Rothenberg. And then I think there was a follow-up to it as we were walking out. <laughs> yeah, that one was bad. On 98.7 ESPN. Oh. 
You really are fireball, my friend. Thank you. Yeah. Gaseous yesterday. Uh, I was, yeah. That was wild. A little stomach thing. I mean, you know what the funny thing is, RJ? Most people go through life attempting to avoid relieving themselves in, in like a, a public situation because that's it's, it's embarrassment. Not him. He 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 runs in when other people run out. Is what happens. Well, it makes him dangerous. How do you embarrass a guy like that? You can't. He embarrasses himself, and he beats you to it. That's right. It's I'll like, pretty it's much like do a preemptive strike. Life. Yeah, yeah. Although I won't, I will not go to the bathroom in public places. How, how does that make sense? And, and also, I don't, what, I don't like it. You, you say you won't. What happens if you have to? Well, if I have to, that's a different story. Right. But like, I, it's, it's, I try to it's, time it. Sounded it. like he did in his pants in the office I, there. No, I didn't. I checked. I didn't. It was good. Was there Sorry. a moment of concern of uh, 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 second one? The one as we walked out, uh-huh. touch and go. Tim said, from Iceland just sent me a, uh, an email. <laughs> yeah, very nice. He said, "This is Tim from Iceland," and his wife Winnie wanted to say thank you for everything you do and making us laugh every morning. Whether it's uh, commu- communion to work, he probably means commuting, but who knows? Um, driving around this beautiful country or driving through a whiteout storm, you guys are always there for us. Keep doing what you're doing, but if you could bring back the roast, I'd love that too. I also tweeted you a photo of us listening to you on the app here so you could actually see I'm just not on the couch calling in from Iceland like that fraud Dan from Djibouti. Wow. Best always, Tim. That's a good email. Nice Take shots of Dan. Like it. Nice. Uh, all right. Knicks last night. Nothing beautiful. Workmanlike. Loved it. And that's on the heels of me being a little upset in the afternoon yesterday because now I think Indiana has tremendously strengthened themselves and becomes one of those teams that's like, oh, now we got to get by them as well. But as far as the Knicks... Good, solid performance. Imminently winnable game tonight against Washington. Um, you know, Toronto comes to town over the weekend. This is kind of the easier stretch of their schedule, and this is what you have to do is clean up on these lesser teams. Yeah, first half, listen, I mean, they were getting good looks. They just weren't making shots. They were, what, 5, five or 17 from 3 in the first half. They only had a two-point lead. And then all of a sudden, and you see the big difference in the fourth quarter, too, when you have Jalen Brunson. i got to tell you, man, like it, without him balling his hands, I they're – Aren't a lot of, of the New York Knicks that I trust. The who ball who, in there. who do you trust? I, that's the R- problem. Running the offense through who? Uh, you don't really have anyone. McBride? No. No. Randall? Definitely not. DiVincenzo? Huh. Eh, right, yeah. okay. But there's no guy that gives no, you the Jaylen same Brunson. confidence as Jalen Brunson. Brunson yeah. is he makes this team go. And when he's healthy, this starting five is good. This, start, this starting five is really good. Can you guess what my favorite play of the game was last night? There was something that stuck out to me, or stuck out to me as yep. I was watching it. It was something in the second half. Was oh it, yeah, was a, a three point like a follow. Three oh yeah, it, I, yeah. I don't remember exactly, but it was something in that. It was the Hartstein block. Hart gets the ball, pass to to Julius. Yep. Julius no look to OG. Yep. OG puts it in. OG good. I like oh. OG. He's a New York kind of guy. Love it. I remember that. Um, I got to tell you this too. I think I'm in love with Hartenstein. I knew that was going to happen. I, like I, I, yep. I, you know, they brought him Full in. Blown. And it was like I, I think it might be. Like I just, I watch him play, and I, I, I just am so taken by his game. He's workmanlike. He'll play forty minutes if you need. He, he doesn't even get to every rebound, but he'll, you know, tap it away. He'll tap. Like he hustles. He's back. He's a terrific shot blocker. Like I, I mean, I'll, I'll say this sincerely, and maybe this is a wrong opinion. I don't miss Robinson that much. I got to deal with some dude named Hartenstein. Well, listen, I mean, he told you. He said that he's always thought he was capable of playing this way. He was just never given the opportunity. I never thought this, though. Ever. Uh, well, you didn't really get a chance to see this. So now Mitch goes out. He gets this chance. He played over 40 minutes last night, and he's played He's played great, which also, I mean, at the end of the day, when you start talking about this, what's this big move during the offseason? Right. Does it make Mitch expendable? Available. Yeah. 
Well, there's you, a lot of people that are thinking that maybe. Well, you, you tell me. He if, hasn't been available. The I, problem if, is he hasn't been available. And he never is, and that's the problem. I mean, when he's when he's right and he's healthy, he's terrific. But I think Hardstein adds more to your team. I mean, Mitchell's a better defensive player. Yes. I, but I think Hartenstein all all around it probably has the more developed basketball game. Probably. And D- but you're also talking about a guy that was playing at a, before he got hurt, defensive player of the year kind of caliber. I, listen, I like Mitchell Robinson. I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just saying like I've seen such a growth and, and such a, an expansion in the game of Hartenstein. And I feel bad for him, but I guess this is what happens though, man, is that when you get hurt, trust me, I've been through it, is you give other players the opportunity to, to do your job and Hartenstein stepped up. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise. Maybe. If you can now use Robinson and then... And, well, let me ask you this. Who, moving forward, what guy moves the needle for you more as your starting center? Taking everything into well, I think account. You probably get, I think you probably... Whew, the way he's played. Um, I would probably say Hartenstein just because he's... I'm not I'm not concerned... Injury-wise. Injury-wise. Right. And I am with, with Mitch. Well, you have to be. But Mitch has a pretty favorable contract. It's not a bad deal. Somebody's going to look at that and say, no. you know what? To bring that right. into my team. Get this kind of defense? For sure. Doesn't and, need the ball? I mean, look at what this this team you've put together. And again, I think we need to give a lot of credit to Leon Rose here, right? I mean, you you, you bring in Brunson for nothing, you bring in Hartenstein for nothing. I mean, these are these are really terrific moves that right. have buoyed you to be where traded you are right now. Traded for Josh Hart, yep. you trade a ton for him, right? No, it, listen, it feel it it feels like the team is being built the right way. Rocky start first year moves made didn't work, didn't right, fit, right? And now I think he's got a pretty good idea what what Tibbs is looking for, and you add the appropriate pieces. And now it's, you know, what's next? What can we do next? So, talking about what can we do next. And the phone lines are open for the next people. 1-800-919-3776. We are halfway through the season. They're 24-17. and 17. They're currently two games in the loss behind Cleveland, who's 24-15 and 15 at the four, and tied with Miami, who's in the six. And Indiana's half a game back of that at the seven. So, it's all really congealed there in that, like, four to eight range. Sounds like Terry Rozier wants to be a... Well, so... If, if you would allow Sorry. me to go in the direction... I can't I, help that I think what you think. It's not thinking. I, I have I have news and notes and nuggets right, on my sorry. screen. I was going to bring it to your attention because you let the cat out of the bag so quickly and so early. Now he's ruined it. RJ, you want to just carry the rest of the so segment? Much. I won't read so much. I'll pretend like I just won't even pay attention to anything. Well, no, how about I say I have I have some scenarios for you, and because you're premature and it's not the first time that you, you, you're jumping away here with this, oh, how about this? I heard, I heard you know, Terry <laughs> Rozier. RJ, why don't you carry this? I don't think that's the answer. What's the answer? I what think, is the What is the answer? I think we need to hear your scenarios. Okay, ready? I'm ready for some nuggets. Okay. Let's go. The Knicks have been linked to. I'm going to give you some names. Okay. Okay. You could take, jot them down. Give me yep. give me your take well, let me on. Jot them down. Okay. Which guys move the needle for you the most? Ready? I got one, two, three, four separate names here, and this is according to Christian Winfield of the New York Daily News. Can I guess the names? Sure. Terry Rozier. That's one. That's one. Mm-hmm. Colin Sexton. Nope. He's not on that list? Uh, he, he may be on a separate list. He may be... Jordan some, Clarkson. Nope. I love the different list. All right, give me more names. Okay. Uh, DeJounte Murray. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I like this one a lot. Malcolm Brogdon. Okay. And I'll give you the uh, the hint of something you've said numerous times. The laziest name in all of basketball. Oh, Bogdan. Yeah. Now, RJ has Bojan. I know there's <laughs> many many Bogdanoviches. That's who, that's who we're talking about, though, right? We're talking about... No, there's another. There's another one. <laughs> so there's wait. another Bogdanovich. How many Bogdanoviches? I think are there? there's two. And there's right, the, RJ. There's two. There's one. There's on another the one. And there's the famous director Peter Bogdanovich. But I don't think. That's uh, yeah, the that's one. not what they're there, talking about. There's Bogdan and Bojan. And Bojan. So we're talking about Bojan. Bojan. Right, which one? I is, saw a list with Bojan. They're not related, though. No. How, how is that possible? One is Serbian. One is Croatian. 
So which 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 is which? Being serious, like I'm not even. The one with the lazy name is in Atlanta. He's a great shooter. Yes. Is Bo John also a great shooter. Um, that's a good question. I don't I don't really know if he's as good a shooter. Why don't you look it up? I'm looking up Bo John. Where's Bo John playing? So he's with the Jazz right now. Yes. See, this kind of threw me. He's, of course, he's, yeah, he's, just it threw, it threw everybody. He's older. He's 34 years old. Yep. Uh, maybe he's in Detroit at the moment. This is Bajon. Bojan. Check on Bojan's uh He's averaging 20, 20 points a game, though. Yeah. On, on 47% shooting. Uh, almost 41% from three. So he certainly would add that element. He's in Detroit. You're right. And he has no reason to stay in Detroit because they are as irrelevant as... Uh, They're having a good year. Like, what do they have? Three wins? Four <laughs> years? Four wins? <laughs> He can score the basketball. That's what they need. They need someone that can stand outside and shoot, too. Um, and a backup point guard. Yeah, well, I mean, they could use someone that can handle the basketball a little bit. Uh, so what are you asking me? Which, which entices me the most here? Yeah, now that we've established it's, it's Bojan and not Bogdan. I would say uh, number one on the list would be Murray. I like Brogdon. I think, for me, Murray would be number one. Okay. And I was listening to some, I actually, for some reason, I don't know how I fell into it, but I was listening to an interview with Murray, and he was like, just bas- it's all he does is basketball. Like he's, oh, he's, all, he's a basketball lifer. He's all set with all the uh, the extra stuff. You love that, don't you? He just wants basketball. I how, love that. How could you not love that? Rozier sounds like he wants to be in Miami. What's today's date? Today's the 18th? Today's the 18th. So three weeks from today is the trade deadline. Yep. So you got number one Brogdon on your list. I like Brogdon. To, to be honest with you, I'd have to like do a little research more on, on each separate guy. Because I think each brings something to the table. But like you mentioned earlier, I do have a, a real concern about... Backup point guard, right? And I points think, off the bench, and I mean, Brogdon, that's the problem. Brogdon's a really good defensive player. Yeah, he would a, fit. A, he would fit what you're doing he's here. He's a big guard and get to the rim. I, I like his game a I lot. I think Murray's probably the best all around. The player. best all around player. Probably have to give up the most for Murray, well, also though. Yeah, but I mean, is he a part of of the future of your future moving forward? It's a great question. I mean, you need listen. You could probably use some more size. I think definitively you need more right. size. I don't know what I mean. It's I guess. I mean, there's a chance that Mitch does does get back. Who knows? Well, they wouldn't give count him the, the, uh, the salary exemption because the they, salary they exemption. said that he's going. They expect there's a chance to he come could back. come back. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know what. And then at, at that point, though, like, what is he? What shape is he in? How, How does that work? Him to get? By the way, do they have like an independent doctor? Yeah. That examines him and says, "No, I would no imagine, no. yeah, we think he can come back. Thus, we won't give you that whatever it is, eight, eight, nine million dollars, right? It was seven point eight million or right. something like that. Right. Yeah, I think they would have to. Mm-hmm. Like an independent doctor. I'm not going to take the Knicks doctor's right. word no, for it. No, no, he's not no. coming back. Dr. Scott says after the year. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you won't see him again this season. Give him the $8 million bucks. <laughs> so, I mean, I, you think you address that. And then I would also say, I mean, you definitely lost an important piece with, with IQ. Big you piece. Did. Big piece. Because, so, again, you don't – and it's not that you don't have decent shooting because uh, Grimes is a good shooter. I like his game, but you don't have the ball. Grimes handler. is not as consistent as – no, he's not an offensive and he's not a player. Ball, he's not a ball handler. He's a one. He's a good defensive player, and he's a one-dimensional he's offensive a player. Shooter. That's all he is. Gets. I'll tell you what, though. He gets rid of the basketball quickly. He does. Very yeah, listen, quickly. Listen, I like him. Yeah, yeah. I had high hopes for him this season. He had a chance in the starting lineup. Didn't really work out. He's coming off the bench now. Because you do need, I mean, you need bench scoring. I mean, last night you got scoring from him, and you got scoring from Hart off the bench. That's it. Right. Well, the Knicks bench has taken a real hit since they made this trade. Yeah. But when you have, I mean, the starting five healthy... And Jalen and and Julius give you thirty apiece. And Di Vincenzo's another guy they got for for nothing. Yep. I mean, look at the free agent signings that that, that Leon Rose has gotten done. Right, Hardenstein Steele, Brunson, uh, maybe the greatest free agent signing in the history of the franchise, and Di Vincenzo. 
Those are three big-time signings. Big-time signings, yeah. Well, I mean, then they fit exactly what you're trying to do. You're trying to accumulate as many Villanova players as possible now. Yeah, it's almost like the, reunite uh, the, the, uh, the Eagles with Georgia, right? <laughs> reunite the championship team. Whatever. That's fine. I mean, it fits exactly what they're trying to do. But I think it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty clear that Jalen Brunson is the, the like, team, the, catalyst. The team will go as far as Jalen Brunson will take them. That would be my kind of overall analysis of the Knicks. Yeah, but I also think you, I mean, you get, it's like when things start going sideways too, and like the end of the third quarter, the offense was brutal. Like the end of the third quarter was not, was not a great finish to that quarter offensively. Right. And then as soon as he gets, you know, get him back in the game, he's got the ball in his hands. I mean, it just makes everything so it much easier everything. for everybody. Uh, it sure does. Let's go to uh, some of the calls. They're lining up now. 1-800-919-3776. Marco Brooklyn. Hey, Marco. You're on 98.7. Hey, what's up, fellas? Yeah, I kind of want to echo what you said, David, about Brog. I think he'd be a good uh, a good pickup. He actually beat quickly out for the sixth man of the year last year. Uh, I think he's averaging like 15 points a game, shooting like 40% from the three-point. So just to have a good backup ball handler, I think would be good. He, he's an experienced player. If he plays 15 minutes, he's fine. If he plays 35 minutes, he's fine. Like he, he's a pros pro. I like Brogdon a lot. Yeah, I like him too. I mean, right. I, listen, I would, I would have no problem bringing him in. Well, I got to be honest with you. Once I determine which Bogdanovich we're even talking about, I'm not opposed to any of these guys. Like they're all somewhat appealing in a different way. Well, in a different way though. It, it depends on really what you're trying to. You're looking to upgrade. I mean, that's that's really what the what the goal here is. I mean, Brogdon is averaging 15. With five assists on forty three percent shooting, yeah, well, he's shooting forty one percent from three, right? Be a nice addition. Like I just think, team. I mean, it, it, there's a there's a real drop off when when um, Brunson's out. Yeah, when Jalen Brunson. <laughs> what, what happened there? Exactly? I just vegged out for a second. When yeah. Jalen Brunson doesn't have the ball in his hand, there's a big. Huge. I have a problem. He's yeah. the best player on the team, and when yeah. he's not on the floor, there's a noticeable drop-off. Right, like him, him running the offense is it's noticeable. what we want. Exactly that. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I'll go to observations if and when I want to go to observations. These. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fired. Are knobs. Playoffs? We'll talk about playoffs. And this. Have a nice fight, Mike. Off. Is observations. Oh, it really is. I hope to be better for you, Dave. I think you're going to be great. You don't know, though. I don't know anything, but I think you will be. You know who knows? God. Boyan. <laughs> Should ask him who stole your mug. You think Boyan knows or God? Has, has, it, has, it was Boyan. Has anyone has anyone reached out with the pamphlets? Nope, no one. By no. the way, did you hear? I forget who told me yesterday that they were talking about going to the video cameras for this oh. thing. John asked if we wanted yeah, to go to the, the video. Yeah. It was in the meeting. Yeah, very serious though. Hey. Why, why would you not? How far back do they go? Do you want to roll back security footage? Well, why would we not? I, somebody's got to sit there and roll through hours and days of uh, footage. No, can't you just fast forward? I guess, but that's still going to take a long time. Cause, because I, minutes. there's not a camera on my desk, so you have to scroll the elevator tape to see if somebody's walking around with a mug. Yeah, that's not that hard. We just, I mean, you don't, you don't, try you don't, to kind of identify when it happened. Yeah. You know that it happened Thursday, right? Yeah, Thursday between noon and 4 a.m. So I, I mean, get that done. Put me in charge of it. 20 minutes. You fast forward to that wrapped thing. up. No problem. Some guy walking around whistling and all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> steals the mug right off the desk. Alrighty, so Odell Beckham Jr. He's still playing football. Mm-hmm. He's playing for the Ravens. 
Do you know who he almost played for this season? The Jets. Ah, the Punchline Podcast. Odell. To New York, NBA Jet. Really? I remember getting a call over the weekend. They were like, hey, this is the Ravens, right? This is our offer. What is it going to take for you to not take that visit? And they like said, if you, if you do get on that plane, like, just know that the offer is off the table. Oh! And I was like, can you give me 20 hours to, like, talk to my people? You like how the Ravens talk business. I liked it, too. Come on, now. My heart desired to be in New York again, oh. to be in New York again, to be able to, you know, whether there's marketing money, you know, mm. the Jets, and it's kind of like, you know, I even had the number picked out. I'm DMing the punter or whoever it was at the time, like, hey, let me buy that off you. Wow. I got real serious. Wow. I do respect of that story, the fact that the Ravens are like, no, no, no. You want to be you understand here? That, you understand the mess that it would have been? If Beckham was here, I just said that to RJ off the air. Could you imagine if he was here and Rodgers went down, what would have happened? Ooh. You would have you would have had to trade him. You would have had to. Yeah. We got ugly real fast. So, but but uh, no, what you're supposed to do, though, if you're Baltimore, I mean, you can respect. That's what you're supposed to do. Of course. That's what any good team would do. Like, no, here's you, the you're, offer. Not, you're not playing us against ourselves. Don't Either you want to be plane. here and here's your offer, or you can go walk. Yeah, yeah. but only, some, only so many teams can swing it like that. Well, Baltimore's one of them. They are one of them. Like, if, if you're the... Panthers. Yeah, I was actually going to say the Panthers. If you're the Panthers, and you, you just, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and get on this plane. <laughs> yeah. And then if you call and I don't back, think there's anything you can do about it. <laughs> and then if the meeting doesn't go as you plan, like, listen, I got on the plane. Meeting didn't, you can be totally transparent. Didn't go as planned. Right. They didn't want me, so I'll I'll settle for you. <laughs> and you have to be honest. And they'd probably, Carolina, probably still very happy. So You never know, though. Hang on. Hang uh, on. Here we go. Okay. Hang on. Uh, I have very few moments. This would be one of them. <clears throat> You're listening to DPH on Rothenberg, 98.7 ESPN, WEPN-FM, New York. Carry on. A couple of things on Matthew Stafford. Do you want to begin with him being a knob to some fans? Or do you want to start with him being a knob to another player? Pick your own adventure. Ooh, fans. I'd like to start with All the right. fans. Dave says fans will go yeah. with fans. So as you know, Stafford, Rams, taking on his... Former employer, the Detroit Lions, spent first 12 years of his career there, number one pick, the whole deal. So afterwards, I, I know your season's over, Matthew, but he was asked in his press conference, you must at least be happy for the fans. And and the reporter did a good job, set church and state apart. I know the team's moving on in Detroit, didn't ask about them. Must be happy for the people that supported you for a dozen years, Right. Sean McVay was up here. He said that he was happy for Jared Goff and whatnot. Due to their time together, you've been here in Detroit for your first 12 seasons. Just mm-hmm. How do you feel about the city of Detroit? I'm happy for the players. Happy for those guys. Yeah, did you hear how the fans treated him, though, and his family? I get that. I guess they weren't booing his, his family, though. I thought they were booing his kids. And his, no, I guess they, they weren't. No? No. Okay. In that moment, and, and, and I, I do understand the fans were being knobbish. But it is a playoff game. And you did spend 12 years there. And while you didn't publicly demand a trade, you wanted out. Like, they, they sealed that deal in Cabo. He and Sean McVay. In the hot tub. Yeah. That's not exactly backing away from temptation. So at the same time, and, and you're talking to the fans in the stadium. Like, there are thousands, I don't know, a million fans that, that support you there. That's tough. Oh, listen, it's it's a fair point. If you're booing, and maybe this is not true, this is what I had heard, you're booing my family and making them feel uncomfortable, I'm not going to be thrilled for your fan base. I think he's a good guy. 
Yeah, I listen. It'd be tough to put myself in that moment, though. Yeah, like where we just—I'm sure he had every intention going in there. As much as he enjoyed his time there, it would be nothing better than to go in there and win. He played his butt off, and he did. He is a tough guy. Oh, he is. I would be pissed too. I don't know what I would say. So, the other side of the adventure. This is the corner for Detroit. Kirby Joseph. Yeah. Here is uh, some of the audio that has surfaced as uh, NFL does a good job of uh, miking up the players. Here's what exactly happened after that hit from Kirby Joseph. Stafford flips his hips, wings one middle, bobbled, and cut down Tyler Higby in dangerous play. Stafford was not happy about the celebration by Kirby Joseph either. Hey, that's a good hit. That's a good hit. You dirty as don't you know it. You dirty as It's been on tape. I've seen it. I respect that from my quarterback. Yeah, that's another one, though. I have no problem with that. We're going after... Uh, no, and he blew out... I mean, Higby blew his ACL out. And yeah. MCL. I mean, that's brutal. Brutal. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but if he thought that hit was clean, why would he attack him for that? Well, I... Well, I guess... <laughs> right? Well, I don't know. Like, what's the intention? Like, you're a dirty... Like, I've seen you. You're a dirty player. So, should should clean the record up, too. They never played together. Kirby Joseph is a, a second-year player. Mm. So, it's, it's probably a little easier to go after a guy that you didn't actually share... A locker room with, I would assume. Right, but I think there's also, like, I mean, even if you think, like, so for example, like, you're playing against whoever it was, like, if it was Sean Avery, right? Like, you've seen plenty of, and he did it to me, like, there are plenty of dirty plays that he's made. He could he could hit someone cleanly, but you could also, like, what's the, like, I know it was a clean hit, but right. you have a history of being a dirty player. And you don't like what happens to your teammates sitting there and his knees busted Well, I'll up. tell you what, if you're Tyler Higby or anybody on the Rams, I mean, you have the ultimate respect for your quarterback. Right. Yeah. Another quarterback. Raymond Foulness, Robert Griffin III, our co-worker, you could say. So he has a little bit of an interesting rivalry going on. Have you seen this? Yeah, with Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden. Mm. You remember when they were together in Washington? Sure. Oh, yeah. It didn't end well. No, it's hey, not Rookie going, of the year, though, in Washington. Yeah, well, it's not going well now either. So Gruden tweeted at one point during the Eagles game when they lost to the Bucks. I don't know if you knew that, Dave. Eagles lost to the Bucks. Yep, I was aware. So Bagels Gr- tomorrow for it. <laughs> Tomorrow's Eagles. Yeah. Eagles bagels. Uh, Gruden tweeted, if I ever put a quarterback what Philly is putting Jalen through, I apologize. Pick up a blitz. To which Robert Griffin III responded, say what? And it's him with, kind of pulling down his glasses, staring into the camera. Gruden saw that, responded. He goes, you weren't prepared, Robert? Keep in mind the previous tweet, if I ever put a quarterback through that. So now we've now we're really getting into it here. RG3 then tweeted, You told me you didn't know how to co- coach a quarterback who could throw and run like me. Looks like you weren't prepared, Jay. So things are going well between them. So wow. this is very uncomfortable. Uh, well, I think that wasn't the whole relationship kind of uncomfortable anyway. It sounds it. You remember Wait, how- they, they, they drafted Kirk Cousins. Same year. Same year. Right, fourth round pick. And it sounded like the ownership wanted Robert Griffin, and if it was up to Jay Gruden, he would have rolled with Kirk Cousins. Probably for that reason. You remember how things ended with Jay Gruden in Washington? Him on a sidewalk eating a piece of pizza, I mm-hmm. think? That was that was no, Pizza's delicious. It is delicious. Uh, remember how good RG3 was when he came He's great. The, like, he was... Talked about him being the like Lamar Jackson. Then his legs snapped right in half. Against yep. Tampa? Ugh. Yeah. He's kind of too much for me, if we're being completely honest here. The pink suit? It just it's always the same pink suit. They're like doing like trying to do with like no. the McAfee stuff, like where he's jumping I thought, in I thought it was, water. I thought it was many pink suits. Like he doesn't just mm. have one. He has a I few. Know. Feels you like, know that in his wardrobe feels there's like numerous. The same suit. I, I it feels like different suits. Yeah. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Feels like the same suit. 
So I don't he, know which is worse, to be honest. Many pink suits or one pink suit? I'd say one. Yeah. If you wear one and, and wear it, no, all I think the if you time. wear right, I think if you wear if if you're gonna wear a pink suit, you gotta wear it once. Yeah. Yeah, but, but there if, are certain if things it's like your, that. It's your thing. It's thing. Yeah, yeah think, but you you can only know, wear. But it doesn't have to be pink though. Like if you're gonna, if you're gonna be like a hey Don Cherry kind of guy, like I had all those crazy jackets, I would right. wear the jacket once. I guess I'm wear. I guess I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt and saying that he's got more than one because what it doesn't make why? sense to keep wearing the same suit on television. Well, but all why the time. get a different color though, man? Like if you're gonna go he bright colors, pink. Why would you have multiple pink suits? Because that's his thing. Yeah, he likes pink. The reason why I say he, I don't think he does though, because he wore back to back days. I think. Like I saw him on TV, right? And then the next day on Get Up, he was the same suit. Same, but same. can you confirm same suit? Well, why would you bring two pink suits? Mm. He wouldn't. Let's call him. Let's ask him. But you wouldn't bring two pink suits. You bring a different suit. I'm going to bring two suits. I'll bring a pink one because it's going to stand out, right? And then I'm going to bring something different. Unless color. he is a pink suit guy. No, but he's not always wearing pink suits. No, no, he's a fashionable guy. Okay, is he well dressed? Uh, he dressed yeah. himself up nice. Okay, yeah, I think so. Uh, so the, se- the season's over for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They lose to the Bills. Mike Tomlin staying. That's good news. What's not good news is what Najee Harris thinks about where the Steelers are at heading into the offseason. In-house rules, not no changes that have coached like that. It's just the rules that, that are in the building that, you know, we got to be more disciplined. You got to be more, we got to be more committed. You know, I'm not saying that we're not, but, you know, just coming from a place that has structure and you know, coming just and just seeing like, you know, you know, we probably could help get help in these areas. It might really change. I think that that's that's something you could help. I'm not saying nothing about coaches or anything like that. I'm just saying more of just in-house rules. That's what I'm saying. So one can which only... speaks to coaching, no? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, who was that? That was Najee. Najee. Okay. One can only assume what he means coming from a place with structure. He means Alabama. Well, I think what he's speaking to is letting George, George Pickens, Pickens and Deontay Johnson just run amok. Which is what they do. And do whatever they want. But the problem well, is how much different guys is, are I, I so ask, talented. Yeah, but I would ask this, though. How much different is Pittsburgh? How much different is what Pittsburgh's doing than what Dallas is doing? I think Pittsburgh probably does it better than Dallas. No, but, what, no, I mean, but I get your point, though. Show me the show nine, me the better results. Yeah, eight, yeah. nine. You know, well, not eight, but nine, ten wins. Yeah. Promise five straight playoff losses is bad. Well, you, you know the answer, Rick. There's one. And Mike McCarthy has one of these, just not in Dallas. Right, and I think it's just that it's, it's recognized that Mike Tomlin's a better coach than Mike McCarthy, but yes, and, same and, kind of deal, though. And, but to Najee Harris's point there, I get what he's saying, but at Alabama, guys shape up or get in line because there's a five-star crew behind you. You, you. you get in line real quick, I would think, behind, you know, under Nick Saban. And in Pittsburgh, if you see that you're, if you're George Pickens, you're like, I'm, listen, I'm the best receiver here, or Deontay Johnson, we're going to start. Uh, yeah, but I, I think I, I think that Mike Tomlin. I think I've actually heard him say it. The reason why Pickens doesn't get in trouble is because he's so talented. He's immensely exactly. talented, right? So, but if you're, I mean, if that's you want to keep winning nine games a year, ten games a year, keep that that streak. You know, the, the truth is though, it's not going to make a difference with that quarterback play. No, if you don't bring in a different quarterback, that's right. Pickens, Johnson, C.D. Lamb, Isaiah Hodgins, it's not going to matter. Isaiah, I wouldn't put Isaiah Hodgins. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you smoking over there? You know what? I'm done. <laughs> you just, I'm serious. You just named, the, you named some of the best receivers in the league. You're that like, was the Isaiah point. Hodgins. That was the point. Great receiver, less than great receiver was uh, the point. Alan Lazard. See, it, it goes Justin over your Jefferson. head. It goes, it goes over your head. It goes over your head. Honestly. Really. Tyreek my Hill. intelligence is too much for you, and you can't handle it. Fine. You know what? I don't, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go. RJ said the same thing. I'm going to get a bagel. Oh, he's leaving. <laughs> I, I've got a bagel here if you want one. You, you can't leave. There's... <laughs> he's he's got up and leaving. I've got a bagel here if you want one. You can have this bagel. Because <laughs> he knows he messed up. 
Right, continue. I don't want to get you away. He's, he's, <laughs> he's great. He just wanted he's, a bagel. Yeah, he just he just wanted the bagel break. <laughs> Isaiah Hudgens. Bagel right here. You know Tyreek Hill. Air, and you continue if you want. Paris Camp. Paris Campbell. <laughs> he's he's just shoving the bagel in his mouth now. As he walks so back mean. into the studio. He's so mad right now. Cooper Cop, Darius Slayton. This is, <laughs> oh, shall we? Continue? It was a great point. Because <laughs> you guys aren't up to my intelligence level. It went right no, over your head. Clearly, clearly. I was like comparing we Hodges to those guys. I was saying Hodges as a lesser receiver in the NFL. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> as you're just scarfing down a bagel. Go ahead. This is going well. Do you get the, the plane or the... Uh... No, that butter. The, the seated butter. No, no, I took the plane. He can't really. He really. He's not lying. He can't stop once he starts. Yeah. Oh, a bagel. He hasn't had a bagel. Bagels are great. In months. months. So this should add some some levity. Ugh. Like Rick's flatulence. I mean. I'm not going to say anything though. So <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest. I'm not exactly sure where this happened. I think it's. I believe it's of the high school variety. It's a high school hockey game, and a puck is deflected. I think this is just like one of those, you know, very smaller, low budget. Video streams for like the parents out of town to, to be able to, not out of town, but you know, not able to make the game, uh, to be able to watch watch the game. And, and this is what happened to this poor, poor announcer. The rush holds it back there. And now Murphy. Murphy throws the pass across. And that puck's going to go out of play here. And uh, that's going <laughs> to do it for that no. sequence right Come there. 925. I apologize if I just. Uh, I uh, just damaged your eardrums there. Just it went right over the mesh, right over my head. So, uh, oh my God, I just I apologize no, for that. I'm sorry. That's not <laughs> the real. Dan come Russell on. Voice There's the no there. way. There's no way that's real. There's video to go along with it. The you see the video rush? with the with the puck heading for this guy's head. You see it go out of play. You don't see exactly. Well, how slow lands. was it coming that he had a chance to, to scream that that many times? He's very nervous. It's like it was in slow motion. He's like ah ah ah. Can I can I give a word of advice for that guy too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not very good. Like he should, he, <laughs> is that advice? Should, is that the dent? He should probably the, the, look for something else to I, do. Okay, that's the advice. That's What's the his advice. name? I'll find it. As I put it like, he'll cost this. Like all but, those but, show boxes. <laughs> screaming because the puck went overhead. That was Steve Costas, <laughs> Bob's grandson. <laughs> Steve's not very good. No. God, he was... Can I hear that again? That was awful. The beginning is tough. The... Let's hear it, RJ. You don't think that he's doing a good job setting the scene? Let me hear it. The <laughs> pulls it back there, and now Murphy. Murphy throws the pass across. <laughs> Come and on. that puck's going to go out of play here, and uh, that's going to do it for that sequence right there. 925. <laughs> I apologize. For I just, uh, right I just damaged your eardrums there. Just It went right over the mesh, right over my head, so... Uh, Oh my god! I, just, I apologize for that. I'm sorry. I thought he like saw a spider or something. <sighs> so a lot of that it's I, over the top. I'll send it to you. A lot of the, a lot of that uh, high school rinks don't have like they don't have like the all encompassing. Was that netting. Canada? I actually don't know. It sounded like a Canadian accent, didn't it? It's <laughs> 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 it like the Homer Simpson. I apologize. Oh, thank God. Oh, God. Oh. I'll try to find out for you. Um, oh. That's what Don sounded like in Calgary when he pooped his pants. <laughs> he didn't oh. sound like that, though. Oh. And relief. V. <laughs> Sounds like he's about to sing the national anthem. And that's the end of that sequence. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you, remind, you know what it reminds me of? Remember the kid years ago? But he's like, he passes it to the man. <laughs> yes, yeah, so and boom, boom goes, goes the dynamite. Boom goes the, like, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, are you familiar with uh, DJ Horn? Dave, you might be. Corner? No. 
Mm. So he plays for NC State basketball. Mm, I don't think I know him. So he disagreed with the way the game was being officiated. Late in that game, NC State, uh, a comeback win over Wake Forest, a game they would eventually win. He's at the line shooting a couple free throws. And you know how the official will gather the ball and occasionally turn his back as he's getting everyone organized on the foul line and checking with the benches. Sure. Official turns his back. He throws in the double birds, right? Double oh, birds. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Cameras caught it, obviously. This is all over social, all over TV. Did he think that this wasn't going to get picked up with? <laughs> I mean, So the ACC has uh, reprimanded him. I don't think he's been suspended, but they said... Uh, his gesture is of unsportsmanlike and inappropriate conduct. So I would imagine, yeah. They're not going to suspend him. They can't fine him. So he gets away with it. Double birds. Rangers, double birds. Rangers Who's stern talking to, though? Shouldn't do that. Should not give double no. birds. All right, Raymond. Taking an Uber to and from your own bank robbery. Did it happen? Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. In Florida. The Florida Panthers, I was coaching. Yeah, you don't care. No. No, doesn't care. So. The. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if you guys have, but uh, I, I know this is a, a problem in the, the interviewing world. When you kind of fudge your resume a little bit. Uh-oh. Maybe you make up a skill. Maybe you just kind of enhance it so that, okay. <laughs> Poor Ray. I'm watching him just watch McCarthy memes and videos. He's in a bad place right he now. He can't get out of it. He's no. like me with the bagels. He just he can't leave. Yeah, but he might have been making his way out, and you kicked him right back into the hole this morning with the celebratory Mike McCarthy's back bagels. He's in a bad there, there, place. There, there, there's a real like split second of rage in there. From almost, you with the bagels? Almost lost myself. Oh. Almost lost I think myself. that was... <laughs> was that as close as I've ever pushed you? I was going to say that's the closest I've ever seen to him hitting you. Now, what happens if he hits me? I think he just beats you up. We celebrate. He punches me in the face. Right? Bagels. Celebratory bagels. But the bagels were here anyway. <laughs> if he punches I, me. I punch you in the face two minutes before the show. Never mind. So now I probably can't go on. Now he's like, go, why? Now go to the why? show. I didn't break your face or anything. How do you know? He's got very muscular hands. He's like, you <laughs> can break my face. <laughs> Ray says, go do the show or I'll do it again. Yeah, right. You'll get in there yeah, and shut I, your mouth. If, if I start threatening you with more violence. Before I shut it for you. I mean, you can't. Violence in the workplace is frowned upon, right? You uh, can't do that. I, I, I would be because I'm a happy-go-lucky lucky guy, and I bring in a bagel for you to celebrate. <laughs> you say, you say happy-go-lumpy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happy I would be. I would be escorted out of here whenever the actual people that that's supposed to get here get here. They they, they would tell me. Would to you leave. would you but, give up your job to have punched me right in the face in that moment? I would regret it. Uh-huh. I would I would have a lot of. And regret. I got to tell you, I'd be very litigious. <laughs> like I would go after you. I would. I'd go after your family. Your I'd probably appliances. take over the coffee business, stainless steel appliances, everything. You name it, I'd have it. So you'd lawyer up immediately. Immediately, I have someone on retainer. Well, he's now. got his buddy yeah. who's drawn up waivers. That's right. Absolutely. He gets five hundred bucks there's if anyone a, says a score. That's how, how we know we're operating different tax brackets. He's got a guy on retainer. I'd go, I'd go right after you. How's the How's the waiver? All good? Ready to, ready to be it's, signed? It's written. My friend has the waiver. He's going to place it at everyone's place at the party on Saturday, and away we go. I All hope right. someone rips it up right in your face. I, I hope somebody, maybe they pull their money together over in chips and 20 bucks, and they violate it. And, and they uh, chip. I you know what? I want to see you get violated That'd be fine. on Saturday. I'm sure you would. <laughs> Why? That would be worth it. You pay me $500 and tell me the score of the game, that's fine. I'll smash you, period. Good. Oh. Smash me. Happy go lumpy. <laughs> Happy go lumpy. I'd be Happy running the. That doesn't sound that great. I'd be running the whole Santiago cartel. 
There's no cartel. There's no cartel. There's a coffee cartel. It's not a cartel. Mm-hmm. Okay. You may you may need that lawyer soon. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> for, for, I, I hope the retainers are up here. It's, it's really that's really reductive. I hope the I hope the retainer is uh, yeah. paid. So anyway, have a bagel. Uh, no, thank you. So <laughs> back to the the resume lying. So I take you to a place where a woman usually. What is a, happening? What were we doing? Uh, DF. All oh, right. Let's, let's start over. <laughs> let's start over. Yeah. Uh, usually it's the men that that commit these uh, wild acts of of fraudulence. But I present to you a woman who really just made up her resume. Four counts of first-degree murder. Standing off to the side, apparently translating every word, this woman. We received over 5,000 tips in this case. But it turns out, much of what she was signing was nonsense. She waved her arms around like she was singing Jingle Bells, says one outraged sign language expert. The woman, identified as has a string of arrests for fraud. So, Wait, this woman was signing like like <laughs> she's a fake sign language and she was interpreter. Just, just like randomly flailing her arms. So In a murder case, mind you. <laughs> yes, and this is on like local television because it's such a high profile case in in this place. And I know what you're thinking. What's the logical question? How did she get this job? Right. How did she come to be translating at last week's high-profile police news conference? I just didn't ask enough questions. <laughs> police public information officers told me the woman simply showed up out of the blue and offered her services. <laughs> Who would have thought she wasn't qualified to do such a thing? What, what Same lady also interviewed Todd Bowles. What questions do you think he, he, that he asked? Well, how would he, he doesn't know sign language. When so he's probably they, like, hey, say. Uh, when did they put the roof on in Detroit? But don't you think that <laughs> oh, part, no. part of the qualifying process would be this guy to ask some questions? Well, like, what questions did well, he, he didn't ask? ask enough. <sighs> like, do you know sign language? Mm-hmm. What's the vetting process if you don't have There's none, right? There's no <laughs> vetting process whatsoever. <laughs> for, for sign language. There's none. I mean. Say something in sign language. Yep, that looks good. Uh, Maybe she was just doing charades. That looks right. Legit. Yeah, like, seems legit. <laughs> that looks right. <laughs> you remember the lady who used to sit behind Bloomberg during, during like emergencies and she'd, she'd go all out? Now, now I'm questioning everything. Was she legit? So, well, didn't we all think, like, uh, I, I could have sworn, like, I think we talked about this too, when they did the uh, the halftime show. Hmm. The one in uh, the one in Detroit, in the in the uh, blow up igloo. Oh, yeah, that we that we thought his buddy oh, was on, like, on Thanksgiving. It's Jack Harlow. Yeah, Jack Harlow. Yeah. Who's this guy? Is he the is the sign language guy? Oh, that was just like his buddy. Yeah, it's like his buddy. <laughs> his buddy. <laughs> so I ask you, did this happen in Florida? Oof. I have no idea. It feels like it should be Florida, but I want it to be Florida so bad yeah. that I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Florida. I don't know either. I want it to be the so. The thing bad. that gives me pause is, is I'm not picking up much in the accent. I didn't. I didn't ask enough questions. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bagels. I don't know. Lumpy. <laughs> Very uncertain. I'll say Florida. No confidence that I'm right though. Everybody on board with Florida. <laughs> Raymond. If, if it feels like it should be Florida, but like Dave, I don't have a lot of confidence. All right. Well, you're all on the Florida. And you're all correct. Yes. yes. Nice. nice. Congratulations. Yes. Rick was actually all over it subliminally. Tampa. Oh, he yeah. was on it. Oh, what? Oh, boy. Subliminally. Uh, sub- subliminally. Subliminally. I said, I, sub, yeah, I said it right the first time. It's subliminally. Subliminally. Boyan. Yeah, Boyan's Lumpy. cousin. <laughs> subliminally. Uh, so well done, all of you. Very nice. Did I ever tell you the, uh, this is kind of like sign language. Did I ever tell you when Cassie were in the car 
and we we're, uh, I was like, did we get, her sister's name is Shay, I was like, did we get Shay her Christmas present yet? I thought we were going to get her some earrings. She's like, no, we didn't get her earrings. I was like, well, why didn't we get her the earrings? She goes, because you exate it. I was like, exate? What is that? And she goes, you know, exate. And she threw up the <laughs> she threw up the X. I was like, what is that? What are we? Do you mean ixnate it? She's like, no, no, I mean exnate. I was like, there's no such thing as exnate. And she kept throwing up the DX, DX. Like Dante with yes. her arms. Yeah, she's like, exnate. Like Dante Hall? That's great. Boy, the conversations are going in that car. The huh? Tampa's finest right there. Wow. He, he's stuck. He's got fish. Stop. She's extating. <laughs> she wasn't extating. <laughs> she ex- What is it, fish? A couple slip-ups. We've been doing this show for how many years? I'm going to have a couple slip-ups. Call our friend Dr. Jay Shot today at uh, Samuel Payne. Dot, Samuel Payne. Dot doctor. Dot, <laughs> dr. Dot Jay Shot. Don had one yesterday. Did you hear them killing him? No, I didn't hear it. We have it? Uh, they'll probably have to look for I've it. I've never been more confused in my entire life with that read. That, that read really got to it you. It got me I bad. think his was the, a gambling read. Do you understand? See betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 plus age for uh, over age <laughs> to wager. Gambling problem or problem speaking. <laughs> gambling problem or problem speaking. Wager? I like that. Gambling problem or problem speaking? The, the worst part The worst part of my screw-up is it actually says, so it's it's DR. It's do, it was a period and it was DR. And then for me to correct it, I go, doctor. Doctor, which is what There's it was so supposed to be. so many periods. Originally. Oh, yeah, periods are very confusing. Like, There's no, a lot. Right. It's dot DR. Dot, so you thought it was like a new, like dot CA. I thought it was a, web, thought dot, it was a website, yeah. Right, dot com. <laughs> dot, dot. I don't know how you come back from that. Does he have ED? <laughs> oh, it's so clever. Look at us. That was something. Wow. This is this is really happening today, isn't it? We're, we really build each other up here. Yeah, we do. This is a really uh, uplifting show. Who do you think is the most uplifting person on the show? I like don't if you, think if your one. back was in the corner, it, you, you it's really. RJ. It's RJ. I, I agree I with that. I think RJ. It. It's RJ. I think RJ. You're the best of what we have to offer. Like if we were to if we were to send someone to save us, and like out into society, it'd be RJ would be the guy. That's like the representative of the show. Yes. Yeah. No, there's one better than me. This guy. The Rush. <laughs> now, don't play that too much. Winthrop might hire him. Oh, he'll be doing that. he'll wow. be doing the Rangers game tonight in Vegas. Whoa, what, are you, what are you? What are you insinuating? Oh, oh, be, oh, oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Rush. Now we're to believe that's a high school game, and that's a high school student. I, I no, think, that's not a student. I, I, I'm trying to. I, I'm thinking college, but yeah, that's not a high school student. He can't be getting it's a paid really much developed voice. He's really for high bad. school. Well, maybe it's better. <laughs> I have some advice. You're yeah. really bad. You're, he's really oh bad. Oh my god! Oh my god! Sell your microphone. This is not for yeah. you. Yeah, you know what? All your tapes, your cassettes, <laughs> your your mixers, all of it. Sell it and be a doctor because oh, you are really bad. because that's what you want. Him as your doctor. I don't want him as my yeah. voice of my team. <laughs> yeah, right. That's I, what I want. I have some audio of when things go wrong in the operating room. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I didn't see anything like that before. Ah, ah. It's a combat fracture. Oh my god! This can't be real. It can't be real. I think I just feed my pants. <laughs> The rush. <laughs> he sounds like he's performing in theater. The. All right. 
Let's break. <laughs> we'll come back. <laughs> He's holding his midsection. If, if oh, by some, I, I believe him. I, I believe wow. what Rick said. He may, you may need to check this pants right now. Gray sweatpants, not a good idea. Not today. a good idea. Who <laughs> should make for good good B roll for the commercial? And that's the end of that sequence. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from six to ten a.m. on ninety-eight point seven ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play ninety-eight point seven ESPN.